Hey, song surfers, welcome to Song Surfing. It's your friend John. Song Surfing is a bi weekly playlist of independent music pulled from the far reaches of the internet. I've been checking out music on Bandcamp, Spotify, Slaps, SoundCloud, Audio Mac, YouTube, Facebook, Audius, Instagram, and a few others, and I'm excited to share some excellent tunes with you this episode. Song Surfing is a part of the Live from the Lincoln Lodge podcast network. Head over to thelincolnlodge.com to explore the other shows on the network and to learn more about the venue that's home to the nation's longest-running independent comedy showcase. On this episode of Song Surfing, we'll hear music from Brighton in the UK, Bloomington, Indiana, Japan, Munich, Slane, Ireland, and Tallahassee, Florida. So I mentioned that we're part of the Live from the Lincoln Lodge podcast network. I want to tell you about another show on the network. On Hot Dish, host Lauren Huberman cooks up something tasty while chatting with a special guest. Here's what's happening on the latest episode of Hot Dish. This week, our host, Lauren Huberman, talks with comedian and actress Adrian Brandyberg. As they discuss acting and TV commercials, skincare, and basketball, Lauren sautés a delicious batch of yucca fries with mojo mayonnaise. So, song surfers, they cook while chatting, then Lauren posts the recipe uh, in the show notes so you can cook along if you'd like. Cool concept uh, for a podcast and interesting conversations. Check it out, Hotish. Our Stevie Moore. When I talked to Kevin of Kevin and Hell on Song Surfing with Friends, episode four, he mentioned indie artist R. Stevie Moore. Now, I say indie, but R. Stevie Moore is the original indie artist. Here's a bit from trusted research source Wikipedia. Often called the godfather of home recording, he is one of the most recognized artists of the cassette underground, and his influence is particularly felt in the bedroom and hypnagogic pop artists of the post-millennium. Since 1968, he has self-released approximately 400 albums, while about three dozen official albums have been issued on various labels. Born the son of Nashville A-team bassist Bob Moore, Stephen grew up in the 1960s listening to the Beatles, the Beach Boys, the Mothers of Invention, and Jimi Hendrix. On his 16th birthday, he received a four-track reel-to-reel tape deck and began recording as a one-man band in his parents' basement in suburban Madison, Tennessee. Okay, when I first started listening to The Mountain Goats, I felt overwhelmed by the number of releases they had. At the time, I think they had about 20 albums out, and where do you even start with that? So I almost puked when I read that Moore has 400 albums. How does he even find time to use the bathroom? So after I was over the initial shock and also done beating up myself about taking a year to release a damn DP, I dove in. And it was really pretty easy. He has released compilation albums over the years that collect his better or more popular songs. I've been meandering through those as well as random clips that I came across on YouTube and holy shit, I've been blown away. I was really expecting to hate it. For me, there's a certain threshold that lo-fi and experimental music can't cross before it becomes unlistenable. Uh, I was the kid at Sonic Youth shows waiting impatiently for the 20-minute noise jams to end. Now, don't get me wrong, I love experimentalism, but for me, that can't be all the song has to offer. And I was happy to discover that our Stevie Moore has a lot of really awesome, catchy songs. There's definitely a strong Beatles influence there, as well as Zappa-esque experimentation, but it's all tempered. 
sure, there's distortion on the drums, but it sounds cool. And not unlike what you'll hear today on many indie rock records. Sure, there's some weird voices and there's some Zappa-style character acting, but those are fun. Where I often find Zappa's version of that to be sort of cheesy and hard to listen to. And going through these songs, I've been shocked at how much of the sounds we hear in indie rock today are there in these recordings from the 60s and 70s. I'm not sure how much of that is a direct influence on modern bands or more a passing down through the generations. You know, maybe modern bands influence is influence, but it's there. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's another artist out there who's been making indie or lo-fi music for years that I'm completely unaware of. It's very possible. But from what I heard there, I think our Stevie Moore is a missing link. An under-the-radar creator who's been influencing generations of in-the-know musicians. I don't know. But I do know that I'm going to keep listening for a while. (laughs) 400 albums. (laughs) Shit. Who are your missing link discoveries? What influential artists were you completely unaware of, only to be blown away when you heard them? Tell me at songsurfingpodcast at gmail.com. All right, song surfers. First up, we'll hear from an artist from Brighton by way of Brazil and Barcelona. Derek DAC is a self-described proudly independent artist. Having moved to the UK as a child, Derek was raised on not only the bossa nova jazz and soul heard in his family living room, but also on the underground hip-hop he was discovering for himself through his Brighton peers and YouTube binges. The result is a sound and artistic outlook that encompasses all of the above, combining a genuine love for music with his DIY approach, drawing inspiration from rappers like MF Doom, Earl Sweatshirt, Capital Steez, and Mike. Derek is known for his honest lyricism and appreciation for hip-hop history. Here's what Derek DAC told me about his song, Derek vs. Life. It's about when the world is against you, when everything is stopping you from succeeding or believing in yourself. The system is against you. This is what versus life is. Okay, song surfers, for me, this is one of those songs that stops you and makes you listen more carefully. And it keeps getting better as it unfolds. I love the catchy chorus, the throwback 90s style beat, and the interplay between the saxophone and Derek's rapping. That's also really effective. Kean versus Life is the producer behind the beats and mixing, and the album is full of interesting production that complements Derek's rapping. Okay, so here's Derek DAC and Kean versus Life with the song Derek versus Life from the album Who Sold My Soul to start off our first block of music. I should have never sold my soul. 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 I should have never sold my soul.
your mouth Was it worth all the turmoil? Was it worth what you were promised? Was it worth what the devil offered you? When you say that you're certain, please I know it wasn't an act of certainty Certainly, you can go and get what's yours in this life But never let them put any price on your soul I already did it on my own Eternity of hell was waiting for me But until then, I'm going out, guns blazing Watch myself and hope I still got my help Think about my problems and I hope that they sort themselves Of course I will I still got love for my people So what else do I need inside of this life? Cracks through the windows So windows and clear skies in another place And I'm still here in the darkness And the only thing keeping me together is That I know there's a light at the end of it But I still think to myself Why did I do it? Why did I so my, so my, so my
Hey, Song Surfers, we're back. We started the first block with Derek DAC and Kian versus Life with Derek versus Life. Second was Amy O with Planet Blue from the album Shell. I love Amy O's lyrics and found myself stopping to read them as the song plays. That's not always my go-to. I tend to listen to the music and melody first. But there were just a ton of lines there that kept grabbing my attention. I appreciate when an artist puts their lyrics on Bandcamp, too. And I wonder why more artists don't do that. It's really convenient. As the song plays, you can click and follow through from song to song. Amy O is the artist name for Amy Olsner, a lifer of the indie pop underground for whom songwriting is a way of processing the passing of time. Her latest shell brims with poetic granular details of everyday life. It's her third studio album and 10th, including her many years of home recordings. Olsner is also an educator and arts organizer, that's awesome, who has lived all over the country and taught zine writing to teenagers for years. More recently, she's been teaching songwriting at a local community college and launching Girls Rock Bloomington, a music camp for girls, trans, and non-binary youth. 
Third in the block was Japanese band Lampezi with the song Junk Machine. You can find the song on a compilation put out on Bandcamp by Meetsworks. That's M-E-E-T-S-W-O-R-K-S, which I think is a collection of songs put together by a Japanese venue called Meets. It's a little hard to tell because everything was in Japanese, um, and Google Translate doesn't always do real well with Japanese to English. Lampezi draws inspiration from grunge, garage rock, and UK alternative bands of the 80s and 90s, and is a local crowd favorite. I was hooked by the chorus of that song, as it went in just a totally different direction than I expected. And you gotta love that fast, scratchy, indie disco guitar. If only you could bottle it. That's a weird expression. What would you do then? Drink it? Drink a bottle of liquid guitar riffs? I don't know. Use it as shampoo? Anyway, I like it, okay? I like it. Look for the link to those songs on the episodes and show notes page at songsurfingpodcast.com. If you're enjoying song surfing, then please, please, please take a minute to write a review. That helps the show be more visible when people are browsing for new podcasts to listen to. You can leave a review in the Apple Podcast apps on Podchaser and Cast on the Podchaser and Castbox sites and in the Podcast Addict app. I've linked to all of those in the show notes to make things easy for you. Thanks so much to those of you that have already done that. You're awesome. Something else you can do that would be a huge help is to tell at least one person about the show. Email them the link, post it about it, post about it on social media, all of that helps. All right, let's get back to music. First up in the second block, we're going to hear from a three-piece band from Munich, Germany called Love Dancer. We'll be listening to the song. Uh, now, I had a lot of trouble with this title, so let's let Google Translate take it away. Die Spuren letzter Nacht. Die Spuren letzter Nacht. Okay, which translates as last night's tracks or maybe last night's messages. About the song, they told me it's about writing your friend's messages at 3 a.m. and regretting it the next day. I love the taut vocals that move between a singing and shouting voice delivery and the energetic punch that the rhythm section has. Let's see what you think. Here's Love Dancer with to get our second block rolling. Wo sind meine Nächte? Ich will nicht, denn ich red. 
household some space to breathe House alarms, car horns Street lights turn black to orange Urban sprawl will it ever end Switch everything off Gonna catch up with my friends I wanna be where the ocean meets the land Hear the waves crash Sink my feet in the sand Six o'clock the alarm clock rings The whole rap race starts all over again Stuck in traffic and I'm late for work Different excuse but it means the same old thing Ambitious youths trying to get ahead They're just a number but they don't know it yet I wanna sit on a hill, watch the sun say goodbye today Set fire to the sky as it goes on its way Changes, but nothing changes because everything stays the same. But different faces and different names still play the same old games. It's the same old game. Same old games. It's the same old games. It's the same old games. Where were you when the walls came tumbling down? You said you'd be here. You were nowhere to be found. All the things I told you, the times I let you write, all the times I wondered, all the times that you lied. So goodbye. I'm not listening to you anymore. Turn around, just show yourself to the door. I believed in you. I thought that we were friends. It's all over now. It's when the story ends. No more games. No more games. No more. I try to avoid writing too specifically about current events, um, but the past years made its way into my writing in a lot of ways. Empty Head is a song about feeling really spacey and listless and bored, and it's about missing everybody and not really knowing uh, what you're doing or where you're going. It's also a love letter to fuzz pedals and riffs that use a lot of fuzz.
Hey, Song Surfers, welcome back. I want to tell you about another show on the Live from the Lincoln Lodge podcast network. People are at their most interesting when talking about what they love in life. Join comedian and storyteller Jax Barker as she delves into the passions of her fascinating and fascinated guests and the delightful, bizarre, and sometimes obscure passions that inspire them on Pop of Passion 
one of the newest shows released on the Live from the Lincoln Lodge podcast network. First in the second block was Love Dancer with Dispuren Letzer Nacht. <laughs> Pretty good pronunciation. I would say nine. Second in the block, we heard Frigsy with Same Old Games. Frigsy was a listener submission, and you can submit your music over at the website, songsurfingpodcast.com. Here's what Frigsy told me about the song. The song pretty much deals with getting to an age in life and feeling there has got to be more to it all than the rat race, and trying to describe poetically an escape from it all. The song is also a commentary on the political setup in Ireland at the time and how the people in Ireland had been so badly let down by their politicians. Same Old Games received four commended entries in both the folk and country genres in the 2020 UK International Songwriting Competition. That's pretty cool. I love the tone of Frigsy's voice and that chorus is really powerful. Cool song. Third in the block was One Million Horses with the song Empty Head, from the Canonize EP. One Million Horses is the musical project of Tallahassee-based poet and songwriter Nick Bond. Their songs blend opposing elements, quiet acoustic guitars overlaid with synthesizers, backwards guitar solos, and a heavy dose of fuzz. About Empty Head, Nick told me, The process for recording these songs begins with me recording an acoustic guitar and vocal track together. I almost always use the first take because I want it to be spontaneous. Then I layer other tracks over that. I have certain sonic themes in mind for each EP. For Canonize, I was thinking about and listening to a lot of music with heavy fuzz, like Boris, Dinosaur Jr., and My Bloody Valentine, as well as some black metal like Dark Throne. Then I take some of those ideas and sounds and figure out how to make them work with my quiet acoustic tracks. Song Surfers, there's some elements to this song that I would just love to bottle to. Oh, God, why do I keep saying that? Why do I <laughs> want to bottle things? Uh, let me just say there's some elements that I really love here. The mix of acoustic guitars with big fuzz guitar to me is like peanut butter and jelly. And those guitar layers that come in toward the end are super cool. It seems that the song builds as the narrator grows more frustrated. It's an effective technique. So if you liked it, go listen to more. Links in the show notes. Thanks for listening to another episode of Song Surfing. If you have any suggestions for me, you want to tell me about an artist or band that you think I should check out, or even just want to tell me that you like the show, you can send an email to songsurfingpodcast at gmail.com. Remember, I want to hear about your missing link music discoveries and under the radar, but influential artists. If you're listening on Spotify, there's an ever-growing Song Surfing Podcast Excellent Tunes playlist. And it's got a ton of music on there. So if you want like six hours of uh, songs to listen to, go check it out. So it's the Song Surfing Podcast Excellent Tunes playlist. I've got it linked in the show notes. The opening theme for the show is Living in a Fishbowl by Josh Ween. You can find Josh's music on Bandcamp. Just search Ween Solo, W-I-E-N-S-O-L-O. And Patrick Moonbird's Little Pills is the outro music that you're hearing right now. That's available on... All streaming platforms, Spotify, uh, you, know, you know all the rest. All right, I told you last time that I, I was racking my brain for some sort of unique sign-off to do at the end, but then I just decided to add different goofy sound effects <laughs> to my voice playing around with, with Logic Pro. So here we go. See you next time.